Righto, morning everybody. We are coming to you on the eve of uh, two of Australasia's biggest races. Obviously over here we've got the Livermore Classic, but in Australia we've got the big Caulfield Cup. And a man who's no stranger to that race at all, um, we're very lucky to be joined by Andrew Forsman. How are you going, Andrew? Yeah, good, thanks, Matt. Um, sun shining, we've got a, a bit of settled weather, which is a nice change. Yeah, but you're back in lockdown, mate, and that's bringing some challenges. Yeah, just logistically, it's quite tough with um, only certain amount of staff that live outside uh, the Level 3 area are the ones that are able to attend race day. I guess we've um, got a few staff that fit, fit into that um, category, so a lot of other stables are doing it quite tough as well to staff their horses at the races, and yeah, it's all a bit of a challenge at the moment, but yeah, we're, we're working around it. Yeah, big time. And there is still some um, exciting racing to look forward to tomorrow, obviously. But uh, ha back in lockdown, mate, how's your picnic form? Do you guys, uh, do you get out and have a picnic and whatnot, or are you not allowed to? <laughs> no, it's not too bad. I can At least I can get out of the house and, and leave my wife with the kids. I can come to work. Um, so I'm spending a lot of time at work lately. Yeah, right. Fair enough. We've got some uh, challenges here. If you want to go out for a picnic and keep in touch with the horse racing, it's not the easiest thing in the world, but um, got to plan accordingly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, mate, <laughs> hey, look, the Caulfield Cup tomorrow, it's uh, it's very exciting time. And there is a – I've just checked on uh, on Google, and it sounds like they're being absolutely battered by rain all across Melbourne and Sydney. Um, is that what you're hearing, and is that what you're seeing? Yeah, I haven't actually checked this morning. Obviously, we've been looking at the forecast right from last week. More than anything for Quick Thinker, um, we had to make a call uh, on Tuesday morning as to whether we accepted in the Caulfield Cup. And, yeah, the forecast did change a little bit early in the week. And, obviously, there is a fair bit meant to fall sort of later today and hopefully through into tomorrow. And, and that will certainly suit uh, him and just by us taking him down from Sydney to have a crack at the Cup. Um, and the chosen one wouldn't want it too bad. Um, he'll get through it if it's not. Yes, it's just a genuine sort of slow. But if it starts to get worse than that, that may be a touch of a concern for him. Mm, okay, um, mate. Let's let's start with the chosen one because obviously that second last uh, second last start in the Herbert Power Stakes was really really impressive um, and was seventh in that race last year and went on for third in the Caulfield Cup. So. How's that form sort of stacking up compared to last season? Because he looks like he's going really, really well. Yeah, very similar form. Probably a little bit better, I think. We think he's going really well. Um, so, and the feedback from Damien's been good too. He's come in, he knows him pretty well, and he's been writing him a bit of work, doing his gallops and helping us out there. And, and he's thrilled with the way he's going. He said he feels as good as ever. That's great. I mean, and two starts ago even was, wasn't was too far behind Zaki and Probabil, who we know the quality of those horses, and was finishing off um, super well. And $12 and three eighty. We, we had a podcast last night, and I think both Benny and I were uh, were pretty keen on on the chosen ones. So um, is, there, is there some confidence coming into this? There's obviously a very hot favourite, but drawn 20 um, and, and the rain coming, but uh, all things being equal? Yeah, we we are really confident. Um, we know that he's run well in this race before. You know, just after his run last year, there's no Anthony Van Dykes or very elegance in this race. Although incentivizes and you know the way he's been winning his races. Um, look, if he sort of takes that form from the wide draw, 
and can, you know, repeat those sort of efforts. He could just be a genuine sort of freakish one out of the box type of horse. Um, but if he's not, then we're right in it. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly looks that way. I'm, I'm very keen on the chosen one. But, uh, mate, as you say, quick thinker, the rain's coming in. Um, last time we spoke, you were really confident of him in Sydney, and he gave us a great sight, uh, charging out by about 20 lengths. It looked like, but he couldn't quite get there. But uh, t- tomorrow, with the rain coming in, you've always said that, that those really wet conditions really suit him. Um, and he's at $41 and $8 for the place at this stage. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess the plan will be to go forward. He's he's a funny horse to catch, like in that he needs things to suit. Like he sort of needs that run where he's up on the pace, just doing his own thing. He doesn't like getting in amongst horses and you know tailored to, I suppose. So that's you've got to take him on trust a little bit in that respect. There is a bit of pace. Like he'll work forward. The favourite will come across, um, and I just hope that he can sort of either lead or the favourite wants to cross him. He can pop off and sit outside him. Um, and that should suit him anyway and give him every chance. So I think, I mean, if, if those if those set of circumstances fall into place for him and it is a genuinely wet track, yeah, he's a great chance. Mm. So in, in terms of um, in terms of sort of giving a stare, would you be, I mean, clearly you'd be suggesting wait until tomorrow morning or even tomorrow afternoon and just kind of see how the track's playing out because quick thinker could go very good, but it may not favour yeah. chosen one. Yeah, absolutely. I think that'll be the key as to how bad it is. And a lot of that will depend on the rain that falls during the meeting. Um, Caulfield is a very, you know, it's a firm track at the best of times. So it would take a lot of rain to become genuinely rain affected. And it is forecast, but it would need to sort of carry on into Saturday morning and probably even on race day so that they open it up and it gets into it a little bit. And and then if that was the case, it, it does suit Quick Thinker probably more so than the chosen one. Okay. In terms of the chosen one, where do you think, uh, like what kind of track condition over there um, do you think that we'd be starting to get a little bit concerned? Um, if it got into the heavy range, would be concerned okay. because if it gets heavy core field, that's a, that would be a pretty ugly track, I think. It means it would be starting to cut up and just become a little bit choppy and probably uneven footing. And he's got through um, sort of wet tracks in Sydney, the chosen one, but I think they were sort of holding wet tracks, um, not so much the loose sort of stuff that we have we could encounter tomorrow um, where he can sort of get a bit of traction in it and get rolling and he, he doesn't mind a bit of give. Um, but yeah, a loose sort of rain on the day type of track, I'd be a little bit nervous. Okay, mate, that's uh, that's really good to know. Thank you. So um, we'll, we'll hold off until tomorrow afternoon, see how everything goes. Another horse, another Kiwi horse in the race, which we didn't mention last night and really should have, that everybody's really excited about seeing over is Ocean Billy as well. So it's, we've got a really great hand in the race and mate all the best for it um you know it's it's really exciting this time of the year and the Caulfield Cup certainly is one of those ones that everybody gets up for how are you going to be enjoying it you're obviously in lockdown doesn't sound like you're picnicking so uh what are you going to be up to no we'll just be um probably come into the stable do a little bit of work and then get home and watch watch the racing um I guess the, the nice thing about it not being able to go to the races it's nice to be able to sit on the couch and take it all in and um, yeah, looking forward to it anyway. It will be a good day's, day, day of racing and hopefully it works in our favour. Yeah, it must be a bit of a novelty being able, to, being able to just kick back and relax and enjoy it. So, mate, hopefully you're doing and good luck for it. But, um, hey, just um, moving across to Hawke's Bay, we've got the Livermore Classic um, and Robusto's lining up. I was actually on 
uh, Robusto, not riding clearly, uh, but I had a paid a punt on last start and um, uh, I, I was I was pretty confident. And I think there's still some confidence um, at eighteen dollars and four eighty that Robusto, that Robusto could run a run a good race tomorrow in an even field. Yeah, if she'd drawn a good barrier, we would have been a lot more confident. Um, like, I guess that's the reason we sort of wanted to have a crack at this. She's, you know, a chance of running a, a Group 1 placing would be massive for her CV. She's um, all going well. She'll be going to stud. So this will be her last preparation, realistically, and just trying to get as much type and as, as valuable a black type as we can in the time that she's got left racing. So, yeah, the, the draw makes it tough for her. There'll be enough tempo on and she's going to have to try and work across and slot in somewhere from that draw. Um, and if she does get a softish run in behind the pace, she's a definite three chance, I think, but she's just going to need that little bit of luck. Mm. Yeah. I mean, uh, big mics in the race again, which uh, <laughs> always so hard to, so hard to run down, but he definitely gets them going. So hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully like you say, you can, you can find a spot there um, and headed towards the New Zealand cup again. Is that, is that right? Now, probably 50-50 on that. We're just not sure. Just with her, she will be in the process of visiting the stallion and trying to get her involved. Um, just that might be in the too hard basket, a long trip to Rickerton. So I'd be very cautious if people were sort of playing into futures markets for the New Zealand Cup. I'd be um, pretty wary there. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for that, mate. That's uh, that's good for everybody to know. Hold your, uh, hold your money, team. Um <laughs> Well, and uh, in race five and the rating seventy four, you've got uh, you've got Joy alone. Yeah, she's a she's a class mare as well as a filly against the better ones of her age group or into the autumn anyway. And she's a big, strong, imposing horse, capable of running a very good race. It's a handy field actually, and she's up against was it a patter run, and that that might just see them have the edge over. If she can sort of slot into a good spot just behind the field somewhere, they go quick enough and she gets a, a clear crack at them, uh, don't be surprised to see her hitting the line hard. She's got ability and she's going to go on to win a good race. Great. Okay. Um, the, the the trial form's been on the synthetic track. Um, so it's, it was just speak, you know, we were speaking about sort of finding a gauge on that synthetic track um, compared to compared to grass tracks. Have you got any trends that you've noticed or anything um, when people are assessing their form from that Cambridge synthetic? Um, it's a little bit hard. I think it certainly suits some horses, um, you know, more, they handle it better than others, I suppose. Um, and it's a little bit hard to take too much out of the form. I think it can be a little bit mixed. I mean, obviously for trials, it's great because you're just taking them there for a bit of a hit out and a change of routine and just give them a, a bit of a competitive day out, I suppose. And, they do seem to come through it pretty well. It doesn't knock them around too much, um, you know, and it's just, I guess for her, it was just we had to go somewhere and there's been a real lack of grass trials anyway to be able to take them to. And just with the, the COVID restrictions and where we can and can't go at the moment, it makes it pretty tough. So we're, we've got it um, as a facility to be able to use to try and get them ready for races. Yeah, and it is it is great, isn't it? Um, I guess yeah, we, we're uh, we're looking at it and trying to work out how um, how we assess the times and sectionals and whatnot against uh, against the grass tracks. But it is good to see, like you say, that they get that um, that nice track to run on before they get started, um, mate. Just on uh, Francesca on on Sunday, carrying sixty one kgs, but very impressive horse. 
Yeah, she is. She's um, look, she's a, a winner, that's for sure. She loves it. She's very competitive. She can put herself in the race. Um, but, yeah, she is getting up there in the way. That does make it tough against, you know, some handy horses. And she it won't be a given for her to just jump, run, and, and hold them off with that weight. There's a few claiming in the race. She'll be giving a good deal of weight to some handy types in that race. And we just really want to go there to, to give her that run while there's still a bit of give in the ground. And hopefully it sort of sets her up to then have a crack at some black type in the next few weeks. Okay, that's that's good to hear. Is that is that the Copeland's Bakery's Mile? Is that where you're kind of targeting? Um, maybe not. That might just be a little, all a little bit too much too soon at this stage of her career. Um, we'll just see, though, how that plays out. Definitely not off the off the table by any means, but maybe there's a, a pocket... Um, the open mile, I think it's a listed race. It was scheduled to be at Pukekohe. Not sure where that'll be run now, but it's in a couple of weeks' time. Um, so, yeah, we'll just hopefully work toward that. Cool. Okay. Well, you've got a few hands in that in that Copeland's Bakery's mile. And one I'm keen to just just um, check in on is Frontman, um, who many tipped out as the as their bet of the day um, last week. How, how How's he come through it? Yeah, he's fine. It was very disappointing. Um like to say that the track was a bit too heavy and a bit tough for him was probably the only excuse, but probably a weak excuse at the same time. He was just a little bit plain, um, but he's come through the race great. I think he's stripped a lot fitter. He looks more forward now than he did going into it. That might have been a touch of a concern, but I think being a, he's probably just been a bit casual about things. So wherever we see him out next, he'll be wearing the blinkers next time around and Hopefully that'll sharpen him up, but he may be one for that Pukekohe race as well. Um, not sure whether we're going to go all the way down to Rickerton with him. We'll just see. Okay. All right. Well, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing him get back in the top form because um, he obviously has been very, very impressive uh, on occasions, both here and in Australia. So, um, yeah, hoping, hoping that happens soon again. But, mate, um, anything at Tayaraha, uh today? You've got quite a few maiden runners uh, lining up. Yeah, I think we've got four in, and yeah, they're all good each-way chances, really. Um, quite like our horse. I think it's the second race, the bling. He's It was probably a bit disappointing second up on the, the poly track here, but he, I think it was probably just a real second up run. He's drawn the outside barrier, but there's only 11 in it. He should just go forward, put himself in the race, and if he runs up to his work, which he possibly hasn't quite done race day so far, but hopefully now as a mature horse, I think he should be pretty hard to catch today. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Four dollar fifty favorite, like you say, in race two in the in the maiden there. Um, mate, thanks so much for your time. And uh, just before we finish up, have you got uh, if you were to give us a steer anywhere as a sort of punt of the weekend, um, where would you be looking from your stable? Gee, you put me on the spot there. Um, have I? It's a tough question. We'll, Sorry, mate. We'll set ourselves up early, eh? Just go hard on the bling and yeah, hopefully we've got some money to spend all weekend. Great. Okay, I like that. That sounds uh, that sounds pretty good. And uh, and we'll hold off and keep those winnings to see how the uh, the Caulfield Cup turns out tomorrow. Um, but mate, Aegon as well back up at the trials yesterday, which was uh, great to see. Yeah, it was good just to give him that day out. Um, let him stretch his legs. And the main thing is, he looks like he's come through it really well. And we can't fault him since he's been home. So at this stage, everything looks on track um, to get him to Sydney and have a go at the Golden Eagle. Great, great. Okay, that's uh, that's very good to hear, Andrew. Thanks so much, mate. We really um, wish you all the best tomorrow um, for all both Group Ones. But yeah, the Caulfield Cup, pretty exciting stuff. And um, you know, hopefully the weather. Well, 
you've got two hands in it, so I don't think I don't think it matters too much. Um, but mate, really, all the best, and uh, looking forward to seeing everyone go around and go the Kiwis. Yeah, awesome. Thank you very much for having us. No worries. Cheers, mate. Have a good one. See you.